Bar Media. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. Hey, what's up? This is Justin with the local podcast. Charlene is uh, fired or just on hiatus. She's in Minnesota or somewhere. Um, so this week, I never do the intro, so I don't know what to say. We're sitting with Laura and Melissa from the Wiregrass Museum of Art, and Christy is sitting in for Charlene. So if everything is awful, it's her fault. What's up, everybody? I accept no responsibility for the awfulness of this podcast. Yeah. No, it's all your fault. You nope. guys, you museum folks, doing all right? Yeah, we're doing good. Thanks for having us. We're just gonna go straight into today, it today, tonight. Whenever people are listening to it, insert your favorite today or tonight. Yeah, whatever. What is applicable? Whatever to you. time of day yeah. you're dealing with, this is for you. I can't believe you and didn't try now. my last name, Justin. When I was here last year, it was a That's big deal. Kislopov. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. Is that yeah, Kislopov. Where's no, the? Slow it down. Ka. Kassel. Uh huh. Kislopov. Okay. It's because your Instagram name is Kiss a Lollipop. It is. Yeah. And it blows. Like, that's just lodged in my stupid brain forever. Yeah. When he asked me to fill in for Charlene and told me who was hosting, it took him a couple of minutes to get out. I was like, Laura, you know. He was like, you know, Kapalasa Fasa. <laughs> Do you guys ever see people in real life that, like, you know their social media name, but you don't see them that often in, like, real life that you're like, oh, man, I only know your handle. Can't remember your it name happens, right now. Well, it yes. happens to me because the local Instagram, like, we've got 7,000 followers, and I follow, follow most of them. Yeah. Like, you follow like, a lot of people. You follow everyone. Yeah, and it's so not only do we have a bigger, bigger presence on the receiving end, but I can also be ahead of what's going on. Like if somebody's mm. doing something rad, I can share it and say, mm-hmm. Hey, go to hunts for oysters or whatever it is that is going on. That seems so amazing at that time. So insert shameless plug here. Follow wiregrass local on Instagram. Yeah, do that. Or the local podcast. Cause that's also a thing that yes. I never mess with. We've got like a thousand followers on that, and I never post anything to it. And since I'm the social media manager of the museum, I have to also fill in a shameless plug here and say, please follow Wiregrass Museum, at Wiregrass Museum, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all the same, right? It's all the same. Good. And it's fabulous. I I follow it, and I like it, and I love it. Thank you. You guys do a really good job with that. I think I just lied, because I think uh, our Facebook is not (laughs) at Wiregrass Museum. It's probably like... Another one, there was like Wiregrass Museum and Conference Center and something else. And it's WMA Depot. fan. I should probably uh-huh, know this, uh-huh. but if you just search for mm-hmm. Wiregrass Museum, you will find us. We're all it in trouble. It is WMA fan. Yeah. It's nice. WMA fan. I knew. Yeah. yeah. At least but, I remember yeah. that. That's pretty sure it's the only Wiregrass Museum of art here. So, uh, so pull correct. over your vehicle or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. you're listening to this and, and follow everything. Everything. Yes. So what? Yeah, you're right in the middle of planning everything for, or not even planning at this point. You're just tying up loose ends, hopefully, for Yard Party. Yeah, Yard Party is coming up quickly, August 12th, Saturday. Gates are going to open at 6 p.m. Music's going to continue all through the night. Um, we've got some really good things coming up. But before that, July 20th, we oh, yes, have Art After, Art After Hours. Hours, which is going to be really cool this time around. And a little different, I think, than any other Art After Hours that we've done before. 
I went on television the other day on WTVY to, mm-hmm. to talk about art after hours, and I'm always shy about using the word unique because sure. people misuse it all the time. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like really using unique. awesome it's or so amazing. Or, no. You're a special yeah. little flower. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. So, But I think I am safe to use the word unique for this art after hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I breezed through the exhibit this afternoon, this morning, this afternoon, whenever I showed up today, and... There's so many things to look at just in Butch Anthony's exhibit installation deal. Yeah. Let alone like that bonkers glass dude that's downstairs. Like, I was so telling her, beautiful. I, was, I don't understand how any of this works. Yeah. I think Mark Laputa, whose mm-hmm. um, work is going to be running alongside Butch's, Butch Anthony's mm-hmm. um, at the museum, I think Mark is actually going to be able to attend Art After Hours. So that's a really cool thing about Art After Hours is most of the time the artists are there. And so if you want to learn the like behind the scenes stuff, like how do you manage to blow glass yeah. and manipulate it into these shapes? Because it's not put the color in. You can ask pieces. them. Like they no, look like large. they weigh like forty pounds a piece. I think the heaviest one actually does weigh about forty pounds. Um, Dana was talking about that the other day. She. And Mark unpacked all the pieces. Mm-hmm. He drove them down from Fort Payne. I'll, I'll give a, um, a plug for their, their amazing studio, Orbix Hot Glass, which is a very well-known uh, studio in Alabama. Um, yeah, Mark has worked there and uh, for the last 10 years. Um, and this exhibition is a bit of a retrospective, really, of, of the last decade of, of working and living in, in the South. Mm-hmm. Hence the name, Full Circle, A Decade in the Deep South. That makes sense. Because now a lot of his things are just short of complete circles of glass. I I can't put it in, like, obviously, like, it doesn't do it justice for me to be like, yeah, just like almost a circle of glass. That doesn't make any sense. Well, the the piece that is called Full Circle is actually a circle. So it's um, (laughs) on our exhibition postcard. It's on our website. If you go to our website, and it's now an upcoming exhibition, but Mm -hmm. if you click on upcoming exhibitions and find Full Circle, you'll see, I think there are about four photographs of of some pieces that are are in the show, and they're really stunning. I don't understand Um, how you get so many different layers of texture in something that's like, literal glass it's a very physical activity i don't know if you've ever watched anyone blowing glass Mm-mm. um but if if i will say again orbix i, mean, if I know you, some crackheads <laughs> but i'd say it takes i think they, it takes a lot of time and patience which i don't got Mr. i got none of that lacking yeah and teamwork also you, you, you i'm also you not know. good at that game oh, either no whatever teamwork uh, you got that <laughs> But if you have a chance to, to go to Orbix or any other uh, studio um, to, to watch artists blowing glass, you'll have a full appreciation for the amount of skill that Mark has to create the pieces that he, he has it created. It's insane so. how much like, detail goes into it because I'm not going to give it away. He's been working so hard. He's been working very long nights, actually. When he delivered the pieces the other day, he said he had gotten the best like, night's sleep in, a really, long, warm. in <laughs> a really long time because he's been up late working to finish some pieces for this exhibition. And so awesome. And you can tell. Oh, like, gosh, yeah. Beautiful stuff. There are 25 pieces total from six different series um, uh, of, of work. So I think it's going to be a real treat for people to see. And they're in our beautiful lighted cases mm-hmm. down downstairs. So they really look wonderful. Yeah. If they're like, if they were just sitting out where it was just natural light, you wouldn't be able to see all the intricacies that goes into it. Like, or that go into it. God, I hate phonetics or 
phonics. That or grammar or anything. English. I just hate, hate talking good. His English are good. My ang- my English ain't good. No, none at all. None at all goods. But um. Yeah, I'm curious about it. Yeah, she's I about guess. to Google it right now. I know, I am. She's I'm like, such a Googler. I ha- actually have not seen this, and I guess I'm the odd man. Literally the everybody table. in this room. Yeah, check it out. That's one cool I'm thing. I'm over here like, come on, Google, open up on this <laughs> computer. That's one cool thing about our website, wiregrassmuseum.org. You can always kind of get a sneak peek at what's coming. We won't ever really show you the whole show because obviously we want you to come into the museum. And most of our exhibitions, like, I would say you have to take a couple of trips to get everything that's Mm -hmm. really in them. You know, first time you can notice a few things and get a feel for a couple of artists. The second time, it's in a totally new perspective. And, you know, that's the way it is with most museums. Like, it it takes a couple of times to really see everything and get Mm -hmm. it all in. So, especially with this show and with Butch Anthony's exhibition, Museum of Wonder, there's so much there. It might take about 20 trips to take it all in. I think so. We have several frequent visitors that come back repeatedly during the the run of an exhibition um, and have their own sort of slow art day with several of the pieces and I think you could spend about a year doing (laughs) exploring all that's in Museum of Wonder so I have just pulled this up Mark Laputa's uh, yeah that dude is a wizard I have never seen I know patterns like this and it sounds so dumb to hear me try to explain it it's like it's kind of like a snake but it's glass and you can see through it a little bit because it's glass and it's backlit and it's snake, awesome snake was the first thing that came to mind a snake skin and polka dots Mark and, and uh, the other glass artist uh, that he works with Cal Breed uh, both draw a lot of inspiration from nature mm-hmm. the colors and the patterns you can tell because some pieces. of them look like beach scene mm-hmm. wave stuff like it's it's very very much like nature motivated. They both spend a lot of time outside. I know Mark just took a, a trip to the Grand Canyon, and um, he's he's quite prolific on social media as well. If you want to check out some of his work, uh, Mark Laputa Glass. I know he is on Instagram it's and he's L-E-P-U-T-A. on Facebook. L e p u t a. I actually read that. Out. I didn't know that right offhand. I'm not smart it's like that. <laughs> but yeah, that stuff is that's oh, amazing. I don't know. Yeah, if I could do that, like, I'd just never go to sleep. I just keep making stuff to look at. I think that's pretty much what he's done to get ready for this <laughs> exhibition. So <laughs> that's awesome. What about Butch Anthony's stuff? Like, I know, like, I know he's got a lot of stuff going on, and he's got that shipping container drive through museum that is incredible. Right. Up Man, many in people o- in Auburn, Opelika area. Right. Many people in Dothan uh, might. No, Butch's drive through museum that sits uh, right there on Highway 431. Yeah, right on at, the left. At, yeah, at, I guess it's State Highway 169 that heads into Opelika. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone has had the chance to drive through that museum, the drive through museum, um, they might be somewhat familiar with, with Butch's quirky and whimsical uh, artistic style, I'll say. Um, he, I, I think... Uh, what amazes me about Butch is is he is such um, an archivist of, of things. He is so methodical about um, organizing and collecting the things um, that he acquires, not only creating his own art, um, and we can talk about his own ism, as he calls yeah. it. Um, he says his, his cubism is intertwangleism. Yeah. Um, which, uh, if any of the listeners have seen any of the digital billboards around town, uh, photographs of people with skeletons over them and wondered, what is that? 
that is exactly what we wanted you to do is wonder mm-hmm. what what those things were um, those are some of Butch's uh, handiwork mm-hmm. his intertwangled photos that painting of the skeleton and manipulating painting things and layering things over existing images um it's incredible is what he's most known for na- nowadays. It stretches from like light taxidermy to three-dimensional painting sculpture interactions with each other and just so much random stuff like <laughs> pi- compiled and it's not random stuff like some Sadie's flea market booth but it's like it's all there for a reason. You can tell that each little detail interacts with another detail in that thing and it's super hard to come across it's super hard to like be able to look at that and just fathom the amount of time and just collect, just hoarding all this stuff together. Yes, and and I'll say that. Um, so Butch has the drive-through museum in Seal, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I should mention Seal because it it plays such an important role in this exhibition, um, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But I'll say that that he spent many days. I think about eight days total, and he still has a little bit more to do, a little more tweaking. Um, setting everything up and constructing the walls uh, of the exhibition mm. and placing everything. Everything is very intentionally placed, very deliberate. Yeah. And it took a lot of time, and I can't imagine the, the planning to pack it all up and drive it down here. That's from what I was Seal. telling. I was like, how many trips you got to do to drive all this right. stuff? And you actually get to witness him creating this space. They do. We watched him over eight days. Yes, I mean that's he's a- constructing. He's he's pretty much he. Well, I'll just say he has temporarily relocated the Museum of Wonder, which mm-hmm. is the non-drive-through version, yeah. also in Seal. Uh, he has temporarily relocated it to our galleries. So he he there was quite a bit of planning to to bring all of that that work here and and what he's created this is very interesting. F- to read about over the last several weeks. Mm-hmm. He's created uh, what he's calling a cabinet of curiosities, um, which uh, were really popular um, beginning in the Renaissance. People would sort of display their collections of art, relics, antiquities, mm-hmm. um, their collections of natural specimens. And so that's kind of what he was playing with here. And yeah. he's a big fan of P.T. Barnum. And the, the, that sort of spectacle mm-hmm. of oddities. Um, that bearded and I, lady vibe. Right. I think that's what you're going to see. Yeah, it's like very carnivalistic a little bit. Like it, it is, but you know what? Like, I waited until the last stages of the exhibition was put together because I kind of wanted to get, like, the full feel of it. Mm-hmm. Other staff were, like, in and out, and our curator, Dana, was um, really hands-on, um, just kind of you know, watching. I even feel like though, I'd pull up a chair. And oh just yeah. Be like, well, we, yeah. I mean, Butch <laughs> did all the work, but it was really you know there's stages that um, we got to see. But the thing for me is like I thought it was going to be super dark and really heavy, and when you walk in, it is like a joyous, like almost childlike experience of like wonder. The exhibition's called Museum of Wonder, and I found myself laughing out loud at certain things in there because there's little like hidden jokes and little quirky things that are intended to like make you giggle a little bit, you know? I agree. As we were all walking through, someone would start dying laughing on one end and we would all rush, what, 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 what did you find? There's, yeah, there's so much humor and whimsy and wonder. Yeah. But also... There is some uh, more serious commentary. Oh so yeah, it's just all mixed. It's all mixed in. It's it's an amalgam of. Mm-hmm. Stuff. I think if people come and visit, 
they'll be excited and they'll also leave a little bit uplifted to know that like oh yeah like somebody's doing some really cool stuff right yeah. here in Alabama and that's part of our work as the museum like um, we don't have to import art from LA and New York. Um, it's it's right here. It's right here in our I was, neighborhoods. I would say that Butch Anthony is known in LA oh, yeah. and New York. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Absolutely. He's exporting to them. His um his style really reminds me of Pinky Bass. You remember her? Yes. She would do all these crazy music boxes with like old mannequins. She'd dismember them basically and like cut holes in their chests and super, super pumped on the human form. And she would turn it all into like interactive, like multi-level works. And I love when people do that. Like I love it when you, you can, like Dale Kennington would do it where she'd have like a key in a lock somewhere in one of her panels. And if you knew what was going on, you could be like, oh, that's, it's all hidden stuff that if you follow whoever it is, you're like, you can really, really you appreciate find those things. all there's, the little weird stuff. There's actually a photograph of both Dale and Pinky side by side on display in our entrance galleries right now so if you want to learn more yeah. about Dale Kennington yeah. or Pinky Bass come yeah, come on down yeah, please so, do uh, people will be able to check out both of these artists when they're at Art After Hours they'll both be there um, Butch and Mark and I want to say since I mentioned Seal earlier and I said I would get back to it um, I, I, I can't forget to, to mention that Museum of Wonder is the first of, of three exhibitions that the Wiregrass Museum of Art um, has organized in celebration of Alabama's bicentennial. Um, the museum received a grant from the Alabama State Council on the Arts um, for uh, exhibitions and programming to celebrate the bicentennial over the next three years. Oh, that's incredible. Um, it is. Um, it's, it's a statewide celebration that encompasses all types of organizations. Um, and we are choosing to recognize the 2017 theme, that's hard to say, uh, which is discovering our places by celebrating SEAL. Our director and curator, Dana Marie Lemmer, thought that SEAL would be an amazing place to, to celebrate this mm-hmm. year. And um, she's been working with Butch for a long time to make this happen. And so we really need to say kudos to, to Dana and to Butch for all of the amazing work they've put in uh, to this. Um, and we forgot to mention the drive through museum that's yeah. out in our parking lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What? There's also, what is Airstream? There's also a mobile version of the drive through yeah. a recreated drive through from Seal, now here in, in Dothan, in WMA's parking lot, in an Airstream. Okay. Out my, there 24-7. I'm mind blown a little bit right now. Yep. Lights come on at night, so you can drive through at night and Locks. see everything. It's all locked up, so you can't steal anything. Right. That is correct. But but you can still drive through and you can drive. Yes, you can drive through. You can walk by. You can do you can do whatever. But it's the mobile drive through. Um, so we we've got uh, the exhibition is part of the exhibition open 24 seven. So wow. I think I know what I'm doing this evening. Yeah. You need to drive by and see it. <laughs> She's creeping on the museum road trip. <laughs> It's been a great advertisement out. If we could only have such a cool advertisement outside oh, for yeah. every exhibition. This is kind of up the bar for exhibitions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how often do you guys get to uh, put a parking lot exhibition? Have you yeah. ever done anything like this before? I don't think we've ever had an Airstream drive-through, no. mobile drive-through museum. <laughs> I think this is a first and probably a last. After walking through... Butch's exhibition, or what is completed so far? I don't know if he's still tinkering with it, or I'm sure he'll mess with it until the day. And isn't he like swapping stuff out intermittently here and there? 
He will be changing some things from time to time. So if you come to Art After Hours next Thursday, it could at be different than yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll probably be different the next time you come, or you might not even remember because there's so much to look there's, at. It, it might all just look different. It really um, reminds me of that Flat Granny exhi- exhibition that went on what three years ago. Ish. That was Jenny Fine. Yeah. Um, not quite three years ago, but yeah. Well, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Two, two. Um, but I'll say it's similar in that you will be completely immersed mm-hmm. in the environment when you come into the main gallery. If you're a frequent visitor to the Wiregrass Museum of Art, the main gallery doesn't, <laughs> you, you feel like you're in a completely different place. And yeah. that was the intention um, to have a recreated artist's environment. And, and Butch has really achieved that. Absolutely. I'm trying to think who else I'd, it kind of reminds me of. I like when Troy came to town and did all that, all his faces everywhere. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about all my favorite things that I've seen in the museum. I'm just going to drift off. We pretty off much and, think of ourselves as the curators of cool. That's what you got to do. Dana, our, our director and curator, really loves it when people use the word curate, so I'm just going to say it. Oh, I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does. But we think we're the coolest place in town so i'm sure you have lots of great memories and i mean we're free too yeah like other than the cover charge for art after hours and that's only if you're not yet a member and we think you will be by the time you hang out with us for a little bit um yeah exhibitions are absolutely free to the public so that's i mean that's huge for me to be able to pop in somewhere and to you know not know if you've never been to the museum you're not going to get hassled when you come in you know we're not going to be like oh hey hey it's funny because it's rare that I go to the museum and meet somebody new on staff. And I walked in and, what, Kate? What? Amanda. Amanda? Amanda Holcomb. Yeah, she was at the desk and she was like, hey, how's it going? What, what do you got going on today? And I was like, I was going to breeze through if that's all right. She's like, well, main gallery's closed. And I was like, but is it? <laughs> so I rubbed my hands together like an evil genius. Great. I said, I'm going to go upstairs first. And she's like, what? I was like, is... <laughs> Are my friends upstairs? Yeah, it's a really cool facility. So if you haven't been, but you're interested, now's the time to start coming. And it's secured by DSI, which is one of the local advertisers, which is super solid. We have we have excellent guards. Yeah, Yeah. we're um actually I'm planning on doing a photo shoot for DSI next month, and it's to do a lot of their marketing stuff and a lot of basically stock photos of just their their guys. Cool. Come see facilities. us. Come see our guys. And after I walked through, I was like, "Oh yeah, they're here too." Because yeah. we're gonna do it. We're shooting in Birmingham. We're shooting in Panama City. We're gonna be all over the place. So we'll pop. We might pop in with cool. some camera gear. Cool. Is is that a good transition into yard party? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking is. of things that need securing, securing. <laughs> Speaking of raging in the yard, very very exciting. Um, the toast of the town in August. What's it's toast of the town. Oh, well, our, what is that? Our ha- the yard party for oh. art. Where you been? Our tongue-in-cheek hashtag, because why would anyone have an outdoor concert in the middle of August in Alabama? Tradition. We're crazy. Yeah, it's tradition, exactly. <laughs> for one. We're into tradition in the South, I guess. I don't know. But it's when it's always been, and that's when it's going to stay. So our um, sort of serious and true but pretty funny uh, hashtag is that yard party is hashtag the hottest party of the summer. Mm-hmm. Comma. Literally. It usually Comma is. Literally. like, Don't wear an undershirt at that party. It's only going to bum you out. We do have fans. Like yeah. paper fans? We have paper fans. We're going to have free water provided by Nancy Springs. All right. All over the yard. 
They doing custom YPA labels? Because they could. Um, we are going to have cups. And they should. We're going to have oh, really yeah. great bands coming out. And I want to tell you guys about them in a minute. Something else cool that's new this year in the yard for Yard Party for Art is interactive art installations. So we're not going to give it all away yet. But besides Butch's, uh, Butch Anthony's Airstream, which will be included like inside mm-hmm. the Yard Party area, um, we'll have something that you can actually touch, Ooh. get on. Ooh. Take selfies with if you want to. Maybe pedal if that gives you a hint towards something. There's a video component. Is it a woman? Component. No, I'm just kidding. Justin. I'm not, I'm, my peddling women days are over. They're, yeah, so it's going to be really joke. fun. I'm sorry, so was, we're not even going to laugh. No. I'm sorry. No, you guys are worse than my head. wife. We also have an all-female I, staff at, yeah. at yeah, WMA. Yeah, so we <laughs> come over here. I was <laughs> like, yeah. excuse yeah. you. I'm used to it. It's official. Nobody approves of that. I say stuff like that all the time. My dog's scratching her head. She's like, really, dude? Come Whatever. on, grow he up. He is old, boring, married man. Don't even <laughs> let him try to fool you. But Yard Party for Art is going to be really fun. Um, let me say the date one more time. August 12th. It's a Saturday. Gates open at 6 p.m. Um, music will go on throughout the night. We're going to have food trucks, a uh, full bar out there, yard games in the yard. So bring but no lawn darts. No lawn darts. That is very Too unsafe. Too dangerous. No. no. Um, I personally am kind of hungry right now, so tell me more about the food. Yeah, so we um, we have a really great lineup that's coming. Cindy Peckham from Peckham's Food Truck, she is our go-to gal. Like, she is so great at supplying the museum with a really um, solid menu whenever we have outdoor events. Yeah. She's been at Screen of the Green, so she'll definitely be there. She always does a great theme. Yeah. Like, I remember for our last screen on the green in the spring mary poppins she made a special london oh, fog that's right uh she tailors tea, it to whatever's going tea. on she, she, they're great and i think um yeah their london fog was like earl gray tea with some kind of some like cream cream and it was delicious yeah. anyway she always makes amazing she always has a really fun creative um menu and i think actually the first time peckham's was with us was at yard party last year or maybe they had been in a screen on the green but their first she was overwhelmed at Yard Party last year. They yeah. sold out of food. Everybody loved it. I think they sold out of food at one of the Screen on the Greens, too. Highly possible. Um, but All right, um, so we need to get there at 6 p.m. Uh, well, no, I think she's more prepared. Now. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's realized the size of our crowds, yeah. and um, she's she's more prepared now, and she's always so gracious, and they're, she, they're so good to the museum. Mm-hmm. We love having Peckhams. Mm-hmm. We're also going to have Lou's Lemonade. Specialty lemonades, Dothan ice cream is going to be out there to keep everybody cool because we know in August it stays hot till oh, yeah. midnight. So. At least, especially yeah, if there's adult snacks. beverages going down, like you got to have some that filler just turns in between. To sweat real yeah. quick. Yeah, and then we're also going to have two other food trucks. So if everyone will go and um, say either I'm going or I'm interested to our Facebook event, you'll be able to see those trucks as we add them up there. So we'll be really? putting menus out. We'll be sending out links. Um, there are already some like music videos up for the bands that we're bringing in. We're bringing in four regional bands. Oh, um, yeah. I and hear about the music. yeah, so one thing that we're really excited to be able to do is to bring in um, regional bands. So we've got a band from Alabama, Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee. So it's kind of casting a net around. Is one of those bands Georgia, Florida line? Because I will <laughs> not, burn that place to the ground. Not, not this year. So the musical. <laughs> Please not every, any year. The musical direction we took it was kind burn. of um, pop rock, 
and we um, we have a little variation of pop rock in each of those. So um, to start off the night, we'll have the Old Paints from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, they are actually on the road right now doing kind of a summer tour. Um, they do some really fun things with percussion, like mm-hmm. one of their... Um, their vocalist is also a drummer, and she brings a polished log as a part of her um, setup. And so that's cool. You can go and find them on, on Bandcamp, and you can go see it, like how they're doing on their tour on Facebook. Maybe she's um, like an Alabama Meg White, like from the I White Stripes. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. think she is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to meet her. Um, after that, we will have Kashana Armstrong. She's out of Nashville. Um, she's got an incredible story. She works as a music therapist. Um, with the elderly, with those with um, mental health issues, with um, girls who are looking to get into the music industry. And so she's got some TED Talks out there. She's got some articles written about her, some really great press. And you can tell that she's just authentic and into what she does. Um, and then she's a musician, and so she'll be bringing her guitar out there. She's got a powerhouse voice. Oh, man, and she has an incredible voice. Yeah, yeah. So she's done um, an NPR World Cafe that we've put up on the Facebook event. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find her doing some really cool covers on YouTube. Like, she's done a Rihanna cover, Britney Spears Toxic. If anybody wants to go back to 06 and hear that. Yeah, she covers the gamut song. of genres. I mean, yeah. I feel like she could sing anything. She's soulful. Um, also very prolific on social media. Um, so, like Melissa said, if you go to our Facebook event, you can find a link to Kashana mm-hmm. and to the things we've posted about her and listen listen to her. It's always good to know some some of the songs and the music before Absolutely. you come in. So that's why we've been trying to post and share that on, on Facebook and social media. Yeah, the other two, after Kashana, we'll have Kick the Robot. It's a trio out of Atlanta. Um, super high energy. They're going to keep the party going throughout the night. Um, their music is probably the most rock out of all four bands that we've got going on, but they almost have like a glam rock feel to them. Um, they've got some Some really great vocals. Yeah, a little bit. It's hard to kind of put a a finger on exactly, um, what their sound is, but, um, they've been making music together for a while and actually along the way they got, um, they caught the attention of Elton John and were able to spend the day at his house and he invited As them. one does in Atlanta. Right. Yeah, sometimes right. you just like, uh, yeah. stop by Elton's house. Elton, you got to get on Elton's radar yeah. if you're going to make it in Atlanta. Yeah. Sir Elton, can we hang out tomorrow? <laughs> so they got to hang out with him, talk about their musical influences, and he was totally into what they're doing. So um, I think they're really one of the most up-and-coming bands in Atlanta right now. They've been featured on a lot of um, Atlanta you know, culture and lifestyle mm-hmm. websites, and they're just doing great things. So I'm really excited about what they're going to bring. They went to South by Southwest this year, mm-hmm. had a lot of fun there. So we're, they're going to bring that same energy to, to the crowd, and it's going to be a good time. I think I've seen them playing at Eddie's Attic recently, yeah. and I love that venue. It's a great mm-hmm. venue, but anyway. That's yeah. awesome that you guys are bringing them to Dothan. We're excited about it. We've been planning this for a long time, very intentionally, and um, it's you know it's going to be a great party. Like It's for a good cause, yes. It's going to help us do a lot of things as a museum, so when you buy a ticket, buy a ticket for yourself and for a friend and know that it's going to um, help our local education programs and it's going to give our students the skills that they need to, to be creative, and to um, be inspired by visual art, so yeah. So give me some of the like little fine details, like how much are tickets? Where do we get them? Sure. Let me tell you before that, the headline band is Young Natives <laughs> oh. out of Pensacola, yeah, Florida. So jumping the gun. We didn't even make it to the. We've got more. Headliner. Yeah, there's always more. Um, headlining band is Young Natives out of Pensacola, Florida. They've got a really great pop 
beach rock sound. Um, they've done music festivals all across the, the U.S., and they're bringing a, a unique sound. Um, they really know how to interact with the crowd, and so if you're worried about just standing in the back with your arms by your side, you're not, not going to happen. No, not going to happen. You're not going to be able to help but to dance and to have a good time um, that night. So they're, like I said, they're out of Pensacola, Florida, and they, they feel a really strong connection to the Panhandle, which yeah. is cool, because I also grew up in the Panhandle, so a little plug there for myself. Um, <laughs> What's up, Delgado family? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Um, but we're, you know, we're so excited to bring in all of these regional bands. Part of our platform as a museum is to highlight um, the work of the individual. And so these are all people who are doing and creating and prolific in their music. And we want to be able to support them and introduce them to a new audience and give something. Um, give Dothan something to be really excited about when it comes to music on top of the great local bands that we have here. That's pretty awesome. Like it's goes hand in hand with what the local does. Like all we do is say, all right, you got, there's things going on that are rad and people put a lot of work into doing, putting on these things and to get the word out and to be able to get the city behind that so they can get over that hump of, Oh, there's nothing to do. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing to do because you don't go do the things that there (laughs) is, there are to do. Like, yeah. So we want people to plan ahead, plan ahead, August 12th, Saturday, 6 PM. Um, if you go ahead and buy tickets now, you are going to save money. So you can come into the museum, grab a paper ticket or visit our website, wiregrassmuseum.org and get them there. Um, I will say if you want the ultimate yard party experience, like you're like, I'm committed, want to hear these bands, gold plate snackery. yeah, you've got to call us up or come into the museum and get your gold plate ticket. So gold plate is like the VIP experience for um, yard party. What it includes is a gourmet seafood dinner right next door at the depot. I want to go to there. Yeah, you should go to there, Liz Lemon. <laughs> Prepared by Harley's Landing, yeah. who's been cooking the forever. plate gourmet dinner Just for many forever. years, and they always they have quite a reputation. It's the it's the coolest pop up restaurant. When we put the in when we started going through all the images that I have on my computer from past yard parties, I will, I, I think it went back to like 2005, and I was like, what? How do I still have all this stuff? <laughs> and there's like Bob Woodall's in there cooking with um, Harry and. Um, He's got quite a dedicated team. Such and a no good matter, crowd. Like no matter how much work it is and how hot it is, his team comes back every year yeah. and, and and prepares an amazing meal um, for this event to help us raise money. And people love it and they look forward to it every year. And the tickets go fast. Mm-hmm. So and they, I think they will especially go fast this year as last year because last year, through um, our very generous um, uh, facilities manager, what do we call David? Partner, well, all around great for, guy, yeah, that dude all around awesome. It. Our events manager, um, etc. He is also um, the owner of the depot next door to uh, the museum. Mm-hmm. And for the second year in a row, David has has um, donated the, the space, space. Uh, for us to hold gold plates. So not only are you going to have an amazing meal, you're going to have air conditioning <laughs> for yeah. the time that you're eating. Yeah. So. And we're working on making it um, just a smooth transition into the concert. So there's going to be an easy pathway. Once you're done with your meal, you get right into the show as it's going on. You'll be able to hear the music. Um, it's just going to be a really great night. And so we've had some really generous sponsors, including JM Wood Auction Company. And they've been wonderful to just make these kind of special things yeah. happen. So we want you guys to go snag tickets for both of those. Um, 
And as you're snagging tickets, check out all of our great sponsors yeah. on on our website. There you go. Yeah. yeah, you know that sounds cheesy sometimes, but it really makes a difference. It actually when, really does. Like mm-hmm. as much so, yeah. like I'm on the Foster Fest committee board, and it is. Like, if it weren't for those people, that event, like, there wouldn't be a band in the street. Absolutely. Let alone two of them. a very supportive business community. Absolutely. Melissa is our development director. I don't know if she said that before, but she's met some incredible people in this town who are very generous Mm -hmm. um, that if you just ask. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're always trying to engage new audiences at the museum, and Melissa's done an amazing job. She's been here. Yard party will be her one year anniversary. Yeah. Actually, yeah. they're gonna throw here. a party for me every year. I've decided. I, I guess it's I'm gonna be gonna called throw Yard a Party. party. <laughs> it's just you're just gonna have four bands play exactly. every year exactly. to celebrate. To celebrate when Melissa came to That's the museum. <laughs> but I, I think we were once again overwhelmed by the by the uh, support we had from the local business community for this event for again sure. this year. The other yeah. thing is down. Go ahead. Oh. Sorry. I was just gonna say it all goes back to the whole you know like partying for a cause like. Yeah, it's a good time, but... We're it's do- also productive. Yeah, like, this is all benefiting the amazing work that you guys are doing in the Absolutely. community and the programs. And- yeah, for sure. I mean, on the most basic level, it helps us keep our doors open to the public. Um, we have a Yeah, we have a great <laughs> sign that we prop outside that says, Always Free, mm-hmm. and that, um, that makes art accessible to people, you know? Like, not mm-hmm. everybody has a collection in their home. Not everybody can go and take a trip to uh, a major art museum around the nation yeah. but they can come locally and, and it's still accessible see some yeah nationwide looking amazing or stuff even actual like oh who was that dude tim kerr who yeah. is worldwide like i'm so bad with names especially with all this whiskey in my face yeah and on top of our exhibitions i mean we have some education programs coming up with the start of this year that are just going to be fantastic we've got first um saturday Family Day. We've got all those F's and you F's it, yeah. in. <laughs> For Saturday Family Day, you can check it out on our website. Um, it's a come and go workshop where people can come and drop in on the first Saturday of the month, um, do a hands-on lesson with our, our educator. And it's again, it's all accessible because it's free. And so um, we're just so thankful for the support that we found in this community for people who really honestly believe in the mission that we're doing. You know, yeah. they're not just trying to get their name out there. It's not just an advertisement, but it's something that they believe in. And so... Um, we're thankful for that. And I will say that we, we, we get a lot of support from the city of Dothan. We have um, from the Houston County. Um, we have great uh, corporate members, um, which I'll just plug Melissa again. <laughs> She's made some great connections and, and uh, partnerships in town. Um, but I, I like to think of our membership as the ultimate crowdsourcing, since that's such a popular yeah. word these days. I think we have extremely affordable uh, membership rates, $35 a year for a single membership, $50 for a family, um, no matter what size your family is. And it's that, that those little tiny uh, memberships that add up and things like First Saturday Family Day or Yard Party for Art, Art After Hours or Screen on the Green that we have coming up. As new people come into the museum, they think, hey, this is a really cool place and I would really like to to support the things that are going on here so that it does remain always free. So it's really a, it's a, it's a huge effort by the whole community. Um, you know, government, Mm -hmm. uh, local business, private business, and just average everyday citizens that, that keep the Wiregrass Museum of Art. And you're helping downtown Dothan stay greased up and not rusty. 
Yeah. Yes. I tell so many people that like events are like bicycles. Like if you don't go mess with these events, they're just going to rust and deteriorate and not be around when you want them to be there. This is true. So we like want to say to anybody who's listening, they're like, oh, I really want to go to Art After Hours, but I've never been. It might be weird. I don't know who's going to be there. Come anyway. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. And the same for Yard Party. Like you'll make a friend. You'll find something that you connect with. Um, so we want to see new faces and we'll we'll put our hand out and shake it and then get you plugged into somewhere based on your interests and what you like. Absolutely. I think one of the most fun things to do at the museum uh, we uh, is sit at the front desk. People watch. And, and watch people yeah. come in. <laughs> we have uh, our amazing special projects manager, Robin, who mm-hmm. sits at the front desk and does... I can't even tell you how many things she does. Who, oddly and enough, she, has a more soothing voice than Laura does. <laughs> Robin is an it's amazing like, artist herself. She's a graduate of SCAD. Mm-hmm. She's an incredible um, clothing maker and designer. Oh my gosh, she does so many she, awesome costumes. Like, if you need a, the most bomb costume for Halloween. Or Mardi Gras. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, especially yeah. Mardi Gras. She Robin can make it. Out. But she is such a, a fantastic first face for our visitors mm-hmm. when they come in. She just has a way with words. Yeah. <laughs> from, and she's uh, always from welcoming, positive about everything. Always. From welcoming, you know, young to old to gently telling children to not run in the museum and to not touch the art. She has a special way of putting it that just makes children melt. It's crazy, too, because, well, I won't get into her personal life, but... Let's not. Yeah. I know her personally, and... She's got a great personal she life. She can we definitely... Don't. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm saying she's in shady stuff. She does nothing shady. She's, she's very, she's yeah, amazing. she's very... Uh, it's not confrontational, but she is not bashful when it comes to stuff like that. She'll tell you her opinion real quick, and it's amazing, because... She does it in such a way that you're like, makes sense. Yeah. Robin's we might not have the same. Of, yeah. She's like one of the most solid people. Future potential podcast guest. We can get Robin in here. Oh, Robin we can tell him about her birthday party. Isn't her birthday on Christmas Day? We can have a I bet it is. Birthday is not on Christmas Day. What's that? Autumn. Oh. Shout out. That's <laughs> or maybe she just has Robin a Christmas Day party every year. <laughs> I can't remember all these things. Yeah. Robin's a gem. Well, all to say is that... I think the museum is is a is a very welcoming place, and and Robin makes it a little more so. Oh yeah. Uh, when when people come, I'm always amazed at who walks in the door, um, and you know whether it's just on a regular day, people traveling through town, people mm-hmm. who live in town and have never been to the museum. Um, if I know when I'm around town and people ask, you know, what do you what do you do? And I oh I'm I'm the communications manager for the Wiregrass Museum of Art. Where's that? Oh yeah. Oh I think I went there in third grade yeah. or mm-hmm. something like that. And that's actually something we're we're changing this year is trying to get a wider range of uh, students of ages in the in the museum. We have a special program coming up, so stay tuned for mm-hmm. for more about our our. Uh, new museum tour what about your adult program? art classes oh yes that's right Christy that's a Christie request i saw it in their newsletter um they had all these amazing summer camps and i was super jealous of all the kids who were gonna why get can't to i be 11 again things. yes they just wrapped up today it's, i think uh we've had Is this a, still arty pants artsy pants arty pants that was our very first camp uh, for toddlers I'm, amanda holcomb our, our art educator mm-hmm. has done again an incredible job this no, summer some, like really amazing like you know she, she has taught every every age from 18 months old through high school um they just wrapped up the last camp today their clay camp um but as summer camps wrap up and the summer winds down very soon here um 
weekly weekly like- uh, youth classes and monthly adult classes are kicking off in August. Yeah, I'm super excited about these adult art classes. Um, and honestly, I'm a little ashamed. Have you guys been doing a- adult art classes or is this a new thing? We have done, um, we have had uh, visiting artist workshops mm-hmm. um, over the last several years um, that have not been uh, on a weekly or monthly basis. And that's something that the museum used to offer. And we get requests for it uh, all the time, uh, a more regular class. So um, the monthly adult art classes will be starting the first Wednesday of uh, August, they'll meet the first Wednesday of every month. I'm so excited. I like that they're <laughs> not in the middle of the day. Like, I know they had been doing, or it was just super sporadic. So you'd have one on a Thursday in December, or you might have one on a Monday morning after coffee with a curator, or this is all over the place. And for somebody that wants to be involved in it, or that was trying to get involved in it, it's hard to sketch out that time like okay on this day third whatever of whenever then we'll go do this but to have it mapped out for the year and we will continue to have visiting artist workshops Mm -hmm. um but this is a yeah a more regular schedule that people can plan for um they they know that the first wednesday of the month Mm -hmm. um you know the the adult art class will meet um and amanda will be focusing each month on a different medium um, the first class in August uh, will be doing weaving, and uh, the second uh, in September, uh, the monthly sorry yeah monthly adult <laughs> art class will be doing quilling. I've said that way too many times. Monthly adult art class. Monthly adult quilling, <laughs> which is um, kind of rolling paper, uh, not for cigarettes. <laughs> no, 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 I hadn't even thought of that yet. <laughs> um, and creating art from from paper the rolled paper that's awesome i'm planning to take off work a couple hours to go to the first one in august the weaving class it It looks really cool so i'm gonna like take off like two and a half hours what kind of weaving they're going to be i know the adult classes and i don't want to get it confused with the weekly youth classes Mm -hmm. they're also focusing on weaving for the month of august and they'll be doing several different types but the adult class will be using a larger loom um, and working with a loom, I wish we had Amanda here so she could elaborate yeah. because I don't really know. That's but I know exciting, a loom though. will be involved, you know. Yeah, I think it's kind of of the moment, too. If you follow, like, design blogs and Instagram accounts, the whole 70s macrame look is weaving like, very yeah. in. Yeah, and so you've got accounts like Sunwoven and A Beautiful Mess that are doing weavings like mm-hmm. that. And so yeah. it's, it's cool to, like know have somebody keep you current on how to keep your home stylish and and the thing um, i love about technique classes like that is you don't have to run out and buy a loom and buy all the crazy art supply you know like if i want to test drive it before you buy it exactly so you get to come play in our studio and 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 try out all these techniques and use these different tools and and i will say um you know kind of going back to yard party um the, the, the core mission of the museum, whether it's an adult art class or an exhibition or some other, an, an artist talk, our core mission is is education yeah. in the end, introducing the public to these artists, introducing the public to different types of techniques and trying their hand and expanding their own creativity. That's, that's the how best. You perpetuate culture in a, like in an area like we're in. Like That's how you get 
Ooh, look at you getting all fancy over here. I've been <laughs> preaching the same nonsense for, I say not. Also, I discredit myself immediately out of the gate of every <laughs> statement. I'm like, well, I've been I mean, saying this nonsense forever. And also, I think it's just, I'm it's just such kidding. a, it's such a, um, it's a thing that people don't carve out time to do. Yeah. To be, to be creative and to, to get in touch. We, you know, we're, as a child, I think it's so easy to tap into that. And as we get older and life is so harried and, you know, we don't have time or we don't make time to do that. So that's the great thing about having these more regularly scheduled classes now is that, you know, like, oh, for those three hours I can go and just, you know, be creative and relax and be inspired. We had that hashtag or WMA inspired. Mm -hmm. We like to think of ourselves as a place where you can come and recharge and re-energize and, and, and have a new idea. If you're feeling kind of flat, you know, weaving for three hours, you would be, you would be amazed at what that would do if that's what you're concentrated yeah. on. It frees up your mind it's to like think about other almost. things. It, I, I agree, which we also do. Yeah, Masuba's <laughs> got yoga classes. we got it all. Yeah, you really do. I mean, heck, you, even, you guys even have movie night. Oh, oh yeah, we we're still talked. we haven't even gotten to that. About I was about to get on the soapbox about people wasting away and not being inspired about anything, and they just go to work and come home and hate their kids and <laughs> hate their life or whatever. And how is the easy fix to just not fall into that rut by just look at dig into something that you don't know about and figure it out? Truck whiskey rant cut over. Off. Nah, man, <laughs> I'm just getting started. No, but I mean that's really you know that's. Kind of the reason you started the local that is in the literally is get out of your um, comfort zone and figure out what your new favorite thing to do is. We really do have something for everyone. Absolutely, that's how you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, and we, you know, we have exhibitions that run the gamut. I think you know this will be an example. Uh, Mark's glass pieces, mm-hmm. um, Butch's. Which uh, I mean, to look art. at the the difference between his glass stuff and Butch's, like which is very smooth, very sleek, very streamlined versus Butch's like rough cut darker in mixed media spots. yeah like it's sound objects that's a huge I mean it's a really good balance job way and, to go Dana and introduces people to different kinds of art yeah because I know you know like some of my family members the only thing they want to go look at is paintings on a wall yeah I want to go see the Mona Lisa like, or, that's their that's their vision of what art is and so you guys bringing in all these neat exhi- exhibitions you know, showing people like, hey, this is art. Yeah, absolutely. We focus on contemporary art, which is kind of surprising to people sometimes. You know, the the region um, in, in Alabama, people might come to expect just folk art or just more traditional historical types of museums or exhibitions. Um, so Especially when wa- with the building we're in. Yeah, we're, we're in a historic building. So, the, you know, that might be the, the natural leap that they make. But when they come in and see contemporary forms and um, really like progressive, exciting things, um, I think it surprises them but, and challenges and excites. It's just, it's so cool to be able to offer this to, to our local residents and also visitors who come through who might think like, oh, let me go check out Alabama culture. I already know what it's about. And then they're surprised and they're you know, excited by what they find. That's not just rebel flags and NASCAR stuff. <laughs> I always tell this this story, uh, I might have told it on the podcast last year, about the Atlanta uh, Pops coming uh, to the Civic Center and playing at Christmas time. And I remember two musicians wandered over, and I think they were just, you know, looking to kill some time yeah. and, you know, thought, oh, we'll go to this yeah, local we'll yokel museum. Check out these poster boards on the wall. Correct. And they were, their jaws were on the floor, yeah. you know, and, and, and you know, they... 
they gave us so many compliments. Um, you know, I think I think we are on par. I think that um, Dana's um, uh, vision. programming and vision. I think we bring in some amazing artists and someone that you would see at a high museum. Mm-hmm in Atlanta or in a larger city, um, around the South. Um, so I, I think people are always shocked when they, when they walk in. And I think if you have an idea of what is inside our doors right now and you haven't been in a while, you should come, you should come visit us. Um, and if you think that you don't like art museums because they're stuffy and and quiet and you don't really know what to do or what to think, or that you need to know something about art before you come, um, I would say that we break all of those molds. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've never felt... We don't want anyone to feel that way about any museum. This, this but This is yeah. not a pretentious, stuffy place no. at all. This is a... Come and have fun. Yeah, and come out. and have fun and learn and ask and explore. Mm-hmm. and It's a very, very welcoming place, so... I'm glad you feel that way. I do. <laughs> I really do. Come see do. us for all our stuff. Art After Hours, Yard Party. All the movies the in the yard. Yeah. yeah, the screen on the green. So I, um, watch E.T. I feel like we're just meandering. We're just <laughs> Dude, that's what like, podcasts yeah, we usually this, are. We have this. We that's, have this. <laughs> oh, you meant, I thought you meant the conversation. but Yeah, well, no, we are. A little just, bit. Yeah. Dude, are you guys going to serve like a whole bunch of Reese's Pieces for E.T.? Because you should. Mm, that's a good idea. Oh. We offer free popcorn. And then what? sometimes free, yeah, free popcorn. Free popcorn. Sorry, I'm, I'm this girl's so hungry right now. <laughs> She's like, let's talk about the that food trucks. That would be excellent. I love a salty sweet combo: yeah. popcorn, our free popcorn, and mm-hmm. Reese's pieces. Yeah, dude, you can make little trails of Reese's pieces. I would eat those, but <laughs> Et would popcorn. Like, are we talking delicious? Like, are you guys? They got a popcorn machine in there. Yeah, little cart. We're popping yeah. it out there, what? but fresh? we also yeah. So we yeah. have fresh, and then we also have like. <laughs> A special reserve. So if you you need some right away, we've got some bags full for you. Uh oh, watch out. All we right. also we also usually have food trucks at mm-hmm. the yeah. at Screen on the mm-hmm. Green, but I you know I think we, we have been amazed at the the crowds that have come um, to Screen on the Green. We were at Beetlejuice um, last year, and I ordered a pizza because every food truck there was out of food. You ordered a pizza. We had a huge crowd. I'm an idiot. Screen on the Green. I am very tacky. That's yeah. a very very you thing to do. Well, oh, we I encourage it though. So like, today. I'm sorry. We encourage people <laughs> yeah. to have fun. We're Charlene. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna own pick for Charlene. <laughs> people do. They have their. They have some amazing setups. They'll come with blankets and inflatable things. Couch couches, and picnic coolers yeah. and picnic baskets. Kids, dog come. beds. We've had some amazing costumes. Dogs. Yeah. Kids come in pajamas. Um, or costume. We have, I was gonna say somebody. We're. Gonna, I don't know if we'll have any ET costumes, but we. I hope so. We had some I'll show up in a red hoodie like Elliot, but that'd be cool. That's, Come that's with a glowing thing. finger. You're, I don't know. Yeah, ride, ride your, your bike with your hoodie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Put a basket with ET in it. Yep. It'll be truck whiskey. I'll be escorted immediately off the premises. <laughs> no. So yeah, this is a family friendly lake. Bring you said yeah, do- you said dogs. You can bring dogs. You can bring the whole family. Um, well behaved dogs. Yeah. Behaved dogs. Yes. Can't yes. bring ra- <laughs> rabid like. Wolves or Everyone anything. needs to be well behaved, human and canine alike. Yeah. yeah. So for anybody who hasn't been to this program before, it's our outdoor film um, screening that we do the first Friday of our spring and fall 
seasons. We take a break in the summer because it's too hot. And that's when we have a big concert in the yard. Yeah, but we have a beautiful (laughs) garden. So we set it up out there and people are able to enjoy the galleries before and then just kind of chill out in the garden. Basically, we turn our garden into a big, giant, like, living room. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a community living room. Everybody throws their blankets down. We can all just relax and... Um, if you do like Friday night movie night with your family, just come and join the museum yeah. for it. And there's something about watching a film outside. I know that these outdoor films have become really popular yeah. in communities uh, around the country. Um, but there's something about watching, even if you've seen that movie 20 mm-hmm. times, there's something about watching it outside, under the stars, with your family. I've been trying to get Waterworld to let me show Jaws in the wave pool on 4th of July for years. <laughs> They are not returning my calls. We did show Jaws last yeah. last year on Labor Day weekend. Yeah. So, um, But, uh, you know, it's a great time if you have some favorite movies from growing up. Um, it's a great time to, if you have children to introduce mm-hmm. them to your children. We're, we're kicking it off, as we've mentioned, with E.T. Is there a uh, suggestion box at the movie? I think the suggestion box needs to be at the movie thing. Like, yeah, don't let people curious. email in their suggestions. I was curious. Because if you, you don't, yeah. Because if, if, if you're not being a part for of it anyway. Or for, mu- for, for art for or for movies. movie selections. For okay. Like, how do you, like, did I hear you all say Hocus Pocus? Did I write that? Yeah, down? dude. The entire staff is really Love. jazzed about Hocus Pocus, and I have never seen it. And what? Then, yeah, that's exactly what the reaction is. She gets to ride the vac- vacuum cleaner. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it's got Sarah Jessica Parker Raiders in it. of the Lost Ark. Harrison Ford. I mean, come on. Is that Carney Raiders. Phillips in it? Oh. Um, P.S. Sarah it Jessica does. Parker. We were talking about Hocus Pocus again. Yeah, I'm, back. I'm sorry. Not, not in Raiders. <laughs> no, I was talking about Carney Wilson is in... Sorry, I'm just super excited. See, I get all excited, like, food, hocus pocus. Yeah, so if you're one of our museum members, you can see the schedule of these films in your newsletter. Um, And that's another reason to become a member. You get this awesome quarterly newsletter, get to have some kind of behind-the-scenes look at um, what's coming up for the museum next, what we're doing right now, kind of in-depth writing on the exhibitions and um, education programs. Um, but we also, for each film, do a Facebook event. So just stay tuned to the museum's um, regular Facebook page. Go and like that and follow it. And then you'll see us add in um, most of our major events, like Art After Hours and then also these films. Yeah, you guys you guys stay busy with all of the... Uh, we got art classes, exhibitions, Art After Hours, Green on the Green. We don't rest on our laurels. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know that problem all too well. That opportunity, not problem. <laughs> it's just constantly being awake and constantly working on whatever's next. Squirrel. And that. <laughs> well, it was great to have you guys in here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. We had fun. Yeah, I'm. Super what are we getting into now? Right now like, She's gonna go eat. Evidently. I feel like we talked about twenty things. Yeah, because you luckily guys you can rewind this have- and start over, and then. Listen to it again and then get all the details about everything. It's kind of like Museum of Wonder. You can't catch it all on the yeah. first listen. You might need to go yeah. back and yeah. exactly. listen again. And listen to more of me. With you. Yes. And yeah. definitely check out their website, uh, wiregrassmuseum.org. I've been just sitting She's here. She's been clicking through like intermittently you here know, and there. Ta- they're talking about all these you know, beautiful things, and I'm very visual. So I'm like, oh, I need to see this. If You're- you like visual things, we are the place for you. I was going to say, yeah, that <laughs> seems like it's perfect. Come see us. Yes, and you can learn about all the... Um, can I sign her up for an internship over there? You can be a volunteer or a museum docent. Yeah, there Do you, you want to lead tours? Def- oh, good, good oh, one. Man. Oh, we you go. got that in it under Uh-oh. the wire. We got to get docent. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and 
linguist of fate. Too. One more thing to add to One our One more thing. Uh, it's like a Thanksgiving this meal. Like, man, there's more. <laughs> this is our call to the community. If you are outgoing or you're interested in art or education's really your passion, we do need docents right now. We've got a really great um, K-12 tour program happening in the fall and some really awesome dedicated volunteers, but we definitely need more. So call the museum, 334-794-3871. Let us know that you're interested. We will train you. We'll help you um, learn how to present the exhibitions. Yeah. We'll get you familiar with the facility, but we could absolutely use some more hands-on for that program. And it's a great way to learn about art, too. When, you, when you're talking about it, you, you, uh, you have to know what you're talking about. And even if you don't <laughs> think you know anything... Uh, even if you if you just love art, you'll be uh, trained uh, on each individual exhibition, um, and you'll learn so much about these artists and their techniques. It's 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 a wonderful experience. So if you've thought about being a docent or you just wanted to volunteer at the museum, this is a really great way to to get involved. Thanks, Christy. We needed to put that in there. Oh. I'm just thinking they have a popcorn machine. <laughs> That's it. We need to let you go and have some dinner. No, I'm just. Don't mind me. She's all over the place. I'm just thinking. Ooh, well, yeah, that's episode. You, good Lord knows who. Six, I think it's like 63, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. FYI, docent is fancy volunteer. So yeah, museum specifically guide. a museum yeah. guide, somebody who can lead a group and walk around and kind of guide a discussion and help you understand the context of what you're seeing, but they're not going to control your whole visit to the museum. You're going to get to walk around and have some time to take it in for yourself. I kind of picture this like this audio guided tour, but it's just me (laughs) on the phone with you standing like in the other room, like looking at what you're looking at. Like, yeah, if you look at this piece towards the left. Maybe that could be a future project. You guys could record a Justin audio tour. I've actually thought about doing this with the murals. Like I wanted to walk around with some truck whiskey and look at all the murals and record a podcast and just like put a QR code or something like not really publicize it that I've done this, but have like, look at these artist. dudes fighting underground, underground tour. Yeah. That'd be pretty funny. I think it'd be amazing. Not because I'm good at anything, but just because I think that idea is good. Well, yeah. people like unscripted too. Well, and, um, Oh, um, oh I'm blanking on it. Is it museum hack? Oh, what is it? Like, I would do it everywhere. They go and they have Mm -hmm. a humorous take on, why am I, I'm I'm blanking on this. It's really funny. But you could could go and do, like, a funny... I would do that all over the place. Like, when they reopen the Visit visit Dothan office, when they've got all that artwork on the wall and all the TVs and whatever, I'm going to walk in there and... You can't forget the truck whiskey, though, because I feel like that would make a really amazing... I don't know. I feel like if I went in like just a little aggravated about like whatever, like if my power got cut off that day, I feel like it'd be a good good time to do it. Yeah, Justin Rant. Yeah, Justin Rant's here. You've been on the phone with that. That oh, happens. Yes. It's amazing. Like I told him, it's super to start funny. A separate podcast, like Justin rants about blank. Because I'm gonna rant about you knocking those stupid bottles over. I'm a klutz. I'm sorry. Shut it down. I, have you I'm seen the me same way. Like five. Shut I it down. Murdered your phone. Episode 60. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. It'll be up in the morning. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.